Good evening and welcome to the Delta Green panel for 2019. I want to go ahead and apologize to Adam for blowing out his levels just now. <laughs> so uh, before, before we say any, uh, get, get started, I want to initially do some thank yous to people who deserve it. Uh, first of all, to uh, Adam and Patrick for helping out with audio here. Uh, they've done it before and they're fantastic and they get paid way too little for the work that they put into it. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, oh and, my God, he's right. <laughs> and and whose fault is that? Yeah. Out. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and my own beloved and very intelligent wife, Rachel, who is pitching in with, uh, audio video herself now. Wait, we're on camera? Oh yeah. We're on photos or I don't know. I don't care. Um, and, uh, I also want to thank... Jason Fritz, are you in the in the audience here? Did you skip? No, Jason. And uh, Nico uh, 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 Ada Marco, who uh, both pitched in at the last second and with very little forewarning to uh, run games for us when the GMs couldn't make it. So, way to step up. Thank you. All right. <laughs> and uh, last thing, I want to say a congratulations to uh, our friends Ross Payton and Maddie Gibbons, who are engaged now. So, they, uh, neither one of them is here, obviously, but they may hear the clapping on a recording at right. some point, and then they'll get the full benefit they'll of feel all really our emotions. Guilty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we thought they were gonna be here. Um, yeah, so. All right, so uh, so with that, thank you all for coming. And uh, as with most, we, we do this every year, and generally it's a little uh, loose and free form where we just sort of tell you what's new. And most years, uh, the the some of the news is pretty much the same news as we had the previous year. Uh, and sometimes it's uh, sometimes it's genuinely new and worth hearing. Uh, so let me go through real quick. Things sometimes. You're, sometimes. You are entirely too modest. Do you know about a little thing called salesmanship? These books are going to blow your mind. <laughs> no, <that's, laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, so so we've uh, so so first. Oh oh oh! Congratulations as well uh, to our friends uh, at Pelgrane Press for winning the gold oh, any for Fall of Delta Green last night. Yeah. We get those too, right? Oh which yeah, is the, oh, I did. I did. Which is the. Uh, <laughs> this uh, seems <laughs> ominous. <laughs> yeah, which is the, uh, by my count, the eleventh Emmy Award that uh, we've won for Delta Green yep. over Ooh. the last few years, Ours which is 11. which is nice. Yep. Yeah. Ours um, did go to eleven. <laughs> it does now. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so they're uh, they're working they're working right now on the uh, the Borellis connection, which is going to be their campaign coming out of the fall of Delta Green, which is sort of this nineteen sixties uh, long form. Uh, uh, Drug heist. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the, the, highway, the case right? of Charles Dexter Ward meets the French Connection. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, so that's uh, with uh, Gareth Hanrahan and some other who, who is awesome. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. pretty much every year I say something to you know 
Gareth along the lines of, uh, "Hey, can we hire you for some stuff?" Yeah. He's like, "Oh yeah, sure." I'm, I'm not. I was. I'm almost doing a fake Irish accent because his <laughs> accent is so Irish. But that would be. He awful. he seems like he's faking it. It's yeah. so ridiculous. Yeah, it's very yeah, lucky. Yeah. It's, it's full on lucky charm. Would, it's, would, <laughs> it really is. Uh, so. But we still love you. Yes. Have um, you read the gutter prayer? Yes. So. No, I have a copy of it, but I'm too it's lazy to read it. It's one of those books good? where I'm like, oh. Yeah, Greg got so, Greg got yeah. snip because it was so good. Yeah, little, little, little bit of jealousy. One of those um, snits. All right, so way to go, Gareth. Um, and uh, right, that'd be but, word way snit. to go, Gareth. Yeah. Yeah. Stoles, <laughs> That's so. kind of how we approach everything in Delta Grand. <laughs> we can. Yeah, they just show it to me, and if you know, if it, if it gets the single tier, they're like. Mm. Let's we'll right. send it back until we're at full size. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so new things for Delta Green. We have just gotten out uh, the hardback. Speaking of which, of uh, Control Group Woo! by Woo! Mr. Greg Stolze, a uh, book that's been that's been in the works and going back and forth for surgeries many, it's, many times. It's like when you put a rock in one of those rock polishers, and you just the more <laughs> you send it through, the more cycles, yeah. the more. Pure and shiny. Sure. It it's either going to wind up shiny or it's just going to be dust. <laughs> I, think, I think we stopped before dust. I think so. Uh, and uh, so, yeah. So if you, have, if you don't have that in uh, hardback, that is at our booth uh, while supplies last. And if you back to the, uh, the Kickstarter, the RPG Kickstarter at the end of 2015, you have the PDF for that for free. So look that up and then you'll enjoy it and say, golly, I wish I had the hardback too. Uh, and you too can cry. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we've got a new, uh, a, a new, an updated edition of uh, Victim of the Art that's out in paperback. Dennis's Woo! scenario from Countdown way back in the day. I wrote it when I was eleven. <laughs> and, uh, you only looked eleven. <laughs> right. Um, and that's uh, so that's not, that's probably not at the booth anymore. I think we sold out of the paperback of that one, but wow. it's available that's online. Good. Yeah. And uh, and we have the uh, it's not strictly Delta Green, but it's certainly Delta Green. Um, uh, yeah, infectious. The uh, the King in Yellow, the annotated edition, is at the booth. And if you don't have that, then come by and smell the genuine leather. And, uh, <laughs> and smell it, I say. Yeah. And uh, so that's that's a, if you don't know, that is a, a deluxe edition of Robert Chambers' original book, The King in Yellow, the collection of short stories that inspired. All of us, all these years, with annotations by Ken Height, going through re who did amazing research, a lot of which that had never been done before, digging up what was going on in Robert Chambers' life and where did these ideas come from? How do they relate to each other? What's the connection between the sort of opening ghost story like spooky, surreal stories and the kind of Gallic romances that form the latter half of the book? Um, it's fascinating, fascinating <laughs> stuff, and it's filled with. Uh, full color plates and super creepy charcoals by Samuel Araya, who did all this artwork, kind of inspired by um, by Chambers, and at the same time, kind of drawing inspiration from like alchemy and hermeticism and all <coughs> kinds of craziness that winds up with the this just just astonishingly beautiful uh, paintings I in was, the book. I was impressed by how thorough the uh, annotations were when I opened it to the first page. Saw you know. Dedication to my brother. Footnote. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. It, it's amazing. Yeah. So. Uh, so we. So we do have that at the booth. So if you haven't seen that, come by and uh, and check it out because it's gorgeous. Yeah. 
Uh, and, uh, and let's see what else. Things in the works. Uh, we have completed manuscripts in hand that we are now going to start hacking at with buzz saws for both uh, The Labyrinth by John Scott Tynes and Impossible Landscapes by Woo! Dennis, whatever your middle name is, Detwiller. Um, Bob. Bob. Dennis Bob Detwiller. <laughs> let's, and let's drop the Bob. <laughs> yeah, it blows the uh, blows the cadence. Dennis B. Detwiller sounds like uh, do, I, Dennis I'm writing Scott, like Dennis inner Scott city. Dennis Detwiller and put a Scott in the middle of everybody. Yuck. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> I never noticed that before. <laughs> yeah, Tepler. So, uh, so the uh, the labyrinth uh, again. In case you don't know, was a uh, an, or or you were you know sorry enough to not back that Kickstarter when it happened. No judgment. The labyrinth <laughs> is a uh, is is a book by uh, by 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 John Tynes that presents a collection of organizations, groups of both protagonists and antagonists that you're in a campaign, a long form campaign, your agents can interact with either investigating them or using them as a source of information or resources or whatever. Um, but by the process of interacting with them, it changes them and not ever in good ways. And uh, so it, 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 it really highlights the deterioration that comes to sometimes quite good people from meeting your player characters. <laughs> how, how would you say, we never help in laughing? <laughs> yeah, that could be the slogan on the next Delta Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not helping. We're, we're here to hurt. Um, and uh, Impossible Landscapes is uh, Dennis's, uh, Dennis sort of started with John's treatment of Robert Chambers, the King in Yellow, uh, that, that John started oh, doing in 1990 with the first issue of the unspeakable oath yep. and then expanded with delta green countdown in brilliant ways and uh and dennis has taken that and run with it in this enormous complex uh um uh interlocking insane campaign it's 263,000 words which is about that about the size of the handler's guide yeah um, and it was supposed to be about a third of that right or something. Yeah. but Dennis uh, had a house payment coming up <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah yeah unfortunately I've already been paid for this quite a while ago so. <laughs> yeah yeah no um and you're still working on it yeah yeah of course of course he says of course for the fans uh -huh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you're, I mean, you're in the list. Like, you're certainly somewhere on the list. No, it was more for um, me and John argued about uh, the King Yellow a long time ago. And he was like, we can't write this out. And, uh, he wrote out a little kind of framework for Road to Holly in Delta Green Countdown. I'm like, this is beautiful. I got to make this a full on campaign. So it's more yeah. for times than anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. speak about him like he's gone. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Have you not noticed? He, he, he is working for Watsy now. That's kind of. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of like being gone. Yes. Uh, he, uh, he turned up by uh, text message. He, it's like being in an episode of Lost with John. Like, it, bing, good, you know, we won the award. He's like, okay. Like, yeah. a, you're <laughs> like no. he's out there in the void somewhere doing yeah. stuff. Right, yeah. He's he looking, went to the wrong floor. Looking for the mauve, <laughs> the mauve zone. Um, and uh, let's see, other things that are in the works. Uh, we did a Kickstarter for... Uh, this is hardly Delta Green related at all, but it's by us, so there you go. Uh, for a, uh, We did a Kickstarter for a goofy-ass card game called WrestleNomicon that succeeded and is uh, is now 
is now almost totally final. I think the only thing we're missing is some art by John Kovalik. And uh, then it goes to the presses and out to backers and out to stores. And it's, uh, it's full of, uh, it's full of, 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 of brilliance and, and evil. intelligent humor. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's trying to convince you there are no poop jokes. Yeah. None. There are, there are totally there are, poop jokes. I can, yeah. think, I can think of six right, right now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, so it was a lot of fun to work on. And uh, next year we'll certainly have it in hand. And who knows if it does well, we'll we'll keep making we'll keep making poop jokes for other old yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. No, I want I desperately want the Neurotep deck out yeah. there. Do do you even God, bro? Yeah, is one of the cards, <laughs> and it's yeah. just awesome. That's that's the kind of quality. Yeah, you can that expect. we're bringing to your tables. Yeah, yeah. to your card games. And uh, we have what? It's okay. Right. We're, we're we're nearing the bottom. Keep going. Yeah. Oh no, no. we're ha- we're ha- we're half we're halfway literally oh, halfway I'd, down the page. I'd like to believe that. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're not even close to the have bottom, our, Greg. Um, there is no bottom. In uh, in uh, so in uh, we have if in America's uh, in, taught in, us anything. Yeah. In uh, in lots of things in progress. Uh, in currently in post initial playtest revisions is. Uh, 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 Adam Scott Glancy's Iconoclast, yep. which is a Delta Green operation. I think this is another one that we we're like, write something that's about 20 pages. And he wrote something that was 100 pages. Well, it turns out it's, it's a lot more complex words. to infiltrate Mosul when it's occupied by ISIS and <laughs> deal with a great old one. Right. You know. <laughs> oh, that. Make, make your infiltration roll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, do you want to say anything about uh, about that? Um, yeah, it is. Uh, it is tough going mono a mono a mono with a god. Um, it really is. Um, Are you talking from the perspective of the players or yourself as the writer? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, I am. Um, there's not much to say about it except that I've gotten like uh, 20 playtests. Uh, Reviews back, uh, ranging from anywhere from like I don't know two or three thousand words to I think at one point nine or ten thousand words. Um, people were very Which dedicated. Which for reference is the length of a of, of pretty solid scenario in its own right. Yeah, it's it's fifty thousand plus words, and uh, to get a nine thousand word review back is is pretty astonishing. Um, one way or another, somebody cared about what yeah. you wrote. <laughs> they did. They, they, that one guy really cared. Um, <laughs> he cared so I'm not sure. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot of things about it that, you know, uh, having sent it out to playtesters that moment, we go, oh, yeah, you know what? This game would play a lot better if I came with every book. You know, if they just sent a Scott Glancy out to run it, <laughs> it, would, it would run like it would run incredibly smoothly. But unfortunately, I'm we're, sending we're it out to people. We're working on the Scott Glancy artificial intelligence yeah. CD-ROM. To, to mail it's like out. one CD tops, right? <laughs> um, but apparently, um, when you uh, uh, you know send something out like this, and you don't include every single thing I've ever learned about ISIS or Mosul or Saddam Hussein's Mukbarat or uh, the Syrian civil war or uh, the place of the uh, Turkish MIT or the Quds Force out of Iran and all these other people who are shanking each other constantly. See over physical the same, reality. Yeah. It says. 
It, whenever it references outside, see physical reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it, uh, uh, it turns a. out that you have to provide a lot of information to fill in those holes. And um, now we could just put your address and say, "Come, yeah. come see, come see <laughs> call any time if you have any questions. Drop by. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, call any time. I'll just Skype in to right. fill the holes in the scenario. But um, uh, yeah, uh, and that is that is required more than anything else. Uh, going back into the scenario and hacking out a lot of baroque conspiracy and plot and just make this a little more it's a lot more streamlined mm-hmm. uh, when i was running I it i thought it ran smoothly brother. but when i handed it out to people in the world they're like i have gotten lost i have the manuscript and i don't know who's on what side who's working for who can we try it's too real you know and yeah. i'm yeah so that's something that's had to happen to it but it should be done in, in maybe another six weeks or something. The art's, the art's pretty much done. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it's off to another round of playtesting to find out if that uh, the streamlining worked or whether I've made it even more incomprehensible than the last time. You know? So we'll see. Yeah. Cool. So uh, also uh, in the works, and, and we are expecting, fingers uh, crossed, a, uh, a, a manuscript by the end of the year for Pisces, which uh, which our friends uh, Giles Hill and uh, and uh, Adam Crossingham and uh, uh, Nick Brownlow uh, and company are, and Graham Price are working on that will uh, detail the organization Pisces in the UK and what it looks like these days and how it relates to the various splinters After it's had of a Delta Green and yeah and what became of all those those nasty insects. Um, and, uh, and so that's in the works. Uh, Deep State is another one that we're looking at, hopefully having the manuscript by the end of this year. Christopher Gunning has been working hard and, on that and, yeah, very patiently uh, waiting for me to, to, uh, to put that on my front burner and start, start uh, going after his words and <coughs> making him miserable um, and, uh, uh, and adding like some of my own. That. Yeah, sure. mm-hmm. I mean, the miserable part. I'd yeah. like to help make oh, Christopher yeah. Gunning so much more fun yeah. doing that part. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and then and then further on, uh, we've got uh, Dennis is going to be working is uh, may have already started working I think on those who come after, yep. which is part of the uh, now that now that landscapes is out of the way, uh, wow. it, those who come after is, is a uh, is, is came out of the labyrinth Kickstarter. Yeah, is, yeah, you tell them. It's um, a source book, a threat matrix source book on the great race of Yith, uh, the motion, um, their human agents, and everything they've done in history, which to them is like. Um, a mountain that you climb. Uh, so, and uh, we'll have two scenarios in it. So, I've got about twenty-five thousand words right now. It needs to go to about one hundred and ten. Not so even that Expect three hundred and sixty. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be three times that. No. Um, yeah. So that that's definitely coming along. Eighty or ninety is that's 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 fine. pretty good. It's not going to happen. <laughs> um, and then there's a yeah, there's a whole host of short projects that that I'm kind of developing and adapting along the way. You know, Future Perfect three and four, uh, and uh, uh, things like Jack Frost that Excellent I wrote for uh, yeah for Pyramid twenty years ago. And uh, what the hell is Jack Frost? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm serious. What the it's f- a scenario he wrote for Pyramid Magazine for Delta Green. Yeah. 20 yeah. years ago. Didn't, weren't you even listening? Yeah. I'm going to call that a no. <laughs> Were you talking about Greg Stoltze? Then he, he wasn't listening. <laughs> you have to say Stoltze or Greg it at intervals. Greg it. So, so uh, no, I mean, Jack Frost was a, 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 this uh, was, was like this adventure. The, the idea behind it was that um, 
basically there's this uh in i said it i said it in moundville um we're already off the track oh uh, what just tell me the monster no damn it <laughs> It's a winter in Alabama, and oh, it's a really serious I winter in Alabama, is. and there's wintry things happening, and your Delta Green team has to go in, and at the time I wrote it, you were competing with the Majestic team that was on the ground trying to figure out what to do with all this nonsense. Um, Hooray, so, now we can go program and outlaws. Yeah, could be. Um, or just you know or mar SBA. march march technology and or who knows so so that's going to get kind of reworked and and I'll get to go back and reread for the first time in <laughs> twenty years something I wrote that long ago and probably start crying myself which can't wait. All, it's always a treat you have to like call me right after I was yeah, so yeah. young I used so much. Uh, future tense yeah. uh, <laughs> lots of wills and lots of wills oh yeah uh and Ouch. yeah and uh so okay so so other things that are happening we've got uh dennis's patreon is going strong and you deliver stuff on that pretty frequently like all the every, time yeah yeah um and uh that's that's become that's become a really useful place for us to post just for Patreon backers, which keeps it kind of private and in the family, uh, previews, things that we want, just, you know, the, the uh, things kicked around by people that know what they're looking at, you know, um, first views of manuscripts, uh, uh, just the original short little micro knife fictions that, uh, yeah. that, that Dennis writes so well, and, uh, and, and the whole nine yards. So you can find that, and then, we're gonna be we're gonna be bringing the uh, oath to Patreon at long last in uh, in the fall. I'm working with uh, with Brett Kramer, who is going to start taking more of the editorial load on that. So I'll essentially I'll be serving as editor in chief. Um, Brett, unless I hear back from him, I've got like three emails from him going over the plan. So unless one of those says "screw you" and your stupid magazine, <laughs> Brett will be uh, you know will be sort of the the, the the on the ground editor, and then I'll be the EIC, which means I can do as much or as little work as I want on it. And uh, yeah, so that'll be coming to Patreon, and that'll be that'll the the oath when we bring it back online is going to be more explicitly a Call of Cthulhu magazine. You know, for the last several years, we've sort of straddled the line. We've done stuff for, for Trail, we've done stuff for Delta Green, we've done stuff for Call of Cthulhu 6, Call of Cthulhu 7. Um, once we bring it back, I think we're going to keep the focus on Call of Cthulhu, which will help us, you know, that, that, that's going to that's gonna be really helpful in terms of maintaining the theme, Keeping uh, keeping keeping our good friends at Chaosium happy, and uh, and uh, and all kinds of good things. So, um, can I mention anything about the short film? Uh, yeah, yeah. What what do you want to say about that? Uh, first of all, that it has absolutely nothing to do with Delta Green. That's the first <laughs> thing everyone has to know. Um, there's a filming being that's going to be kickstarted fairly soon. Uh, that a friend of mine who, uh, uh, Aaron Vanek, uh, a small filmmaker out in Los Angeles, he put together the Yellow Sign film that John Tynes uh, wrote the script for a million years ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I remember eight. the Earth's crust yeah. was cooling. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and um, uh, he, wanted to, he had uh, read over the uh, short story, um, uh, Last Things Last, that I had written based on Brett Kramer's Last things last scenario that you've all seen because you've all got the uh, the uh, 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 keeper screen by this point. Uh, need to know, but um, 
we uh, are going to do a non-Delta Green version of this story. If uh, you can imagine such a thing, it'll, it'll we'll file all the numbers off so it looks completely legit. Uh, but uh, the, the title, the working title right now is The Final Report of Henry Barrow. And uh, it is essentially many of the same, some of the same things from Last Things Last with a few few things many things change <coughs> but it's going to be a short film there'll be a kickstarter for it and if you keep up with the delta green pages uh they will make me nice enough to let me cross post and say that it's happening yeah. and uh we we'll talk about points on the, yeah. on the front end uh <laughs> i i finished the script for it some time ago and ran it past um uh the i what do we call him the co-writer the the the, the original oh. founding Brett, I mean, what he wrote the scenario, right? So, Who, Brett? yes, yeah. I so, so I guess we say story by Brett Kramer, script <laughs> yeah. by Scott Glenn. I just called him Brett. <laughs> um, we are. It's 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 the end of Saturday. Yeah, Con. We're not. We're all having here. There multiple vocabulary failures are gonna, <laughs> yeah. are gonna happen during the course of this. But just, uh, I guess it was last night. I sat in my hotel's um, bathroom while my roommate was sleeping and recorded this some dialogue. For the teaser oh, that yeah. they are going to that they're like, going to be putting out. This story is taking a turn. With a with a bottle of bourbon and a you know. A, uh, Tell us about what you recorded in you're, the bathroom. You recorded. <laughs> we all long to hear it. I, I'm sure you do. You'll just have to wait for the teaser that comes with the the right. Kickstarter to hear my melodious tones uh, as ricocheted off the walls of that uh, tiled bathroom. <laughs> So there. Yeah. So that's a thing that's coming up, and then before the end of the year. Cool. Yeah, Aaron. Uh, in addition to his film works, he's for for two or three years running. He uh, he did some pretty elaborate LARPs for Delta Green here at. Gen oh yeah. Con. So if any of you participated in those, yeah, he, uh, he's that's, also that's written a fair amount from. of stuff for Chiasium. Yeah, is he here today? No. Did nope. He he's okay. he's off in the California desert, uh, filming the teaser. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, that that's going to be a really good looking Kickstarter video. I, I hope can so. only hope. They spent all kinds of money making a um, uh, constructing a fake child's body wrapped in garbage bags. So nice. we're off to a good start. <laughs> I uh, presume it was a fake child's body. Yeah, <laughs> it's much cheaper to get her. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see other things. We've uh, uh, Arc Dream. We've we've just we've just started uh, releasing a, a series of uh, D and D adventures, which uh, which are uh, for fifth edition. Uh, under the banner Swords and Sorceries. So if you come to the booth, you can check those out. Each of them is very short, like a single, enough for a, a single level of play. <laughs> but uh, I've, I've written the fir this first batch in the series. Uh, our um, friend Kirk Komoda, who is uh, lurking at the very That's back right of the there. thing by the doors. He's and the waving at you now. Get him! <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, did, yeah, I'll clap for Kirk. Um, has uh, done, uh, done fantastically gorgeous uh, illustrations for that series, and uh, it's been fun to work on them. They're kind of, you know, I, I wanted to basically start take D and D and make it more compelling for me, and then I was doing so much work on it. Dennis was like, "You got to earn something off of this somehow. This is ridiculous." How have you failed to monetize yeah. your hobby, Ivy? <laughs> I know. So, hey, uh, hey Shane, um, yeah. one of the things I noticed about it was that there was a. Uh, 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 pretty strong continental Africa feel to the two scenarios. For the second one, yeah. For the second actually. one. 
Weren't you doing a bunch of research on the Sudan for another project? Did you just sort oh, of, yeah. Did you yeah, sort of was, work the Sudanese stuff into this? Or? No, no, I, that was totally, uh, I mean, no, because I was doing that on the Sudan, this this new thing. I was. It was way more focused on, like, you know, the sort of the Maasai region around. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a little further south. Now, the Sudan thing was was for a, a trail of, uh, not a trail of, a, a Space 1889 adventure that I did for, uh, for, for, uh, uh, or work. This explains so much. Yeah. Oh, they, uh, did it you was, get the Mahdi state in there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's good. what it's all about. It's like, hey, you start out. track, everybody back. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, degree. so, so, so if you, so if you, if you, uh, go to drive through, and search for uh, 1889 and Ivy. When did you'll, I become the dad? That. Back to Delta Green. <laughs> this Mahdi thing is fascinating. <laughs> and you, I mean, seriously? I know I shouldn't be the dad here. <laughs> Talk about the really don't want me to be the dad at all. And, uh, yeah, I've, He's I've, right. I've seen your parenting. It's not that bad. <laughs> uh, and uh, Okay, so, so, uh, so, so come to the booth. And I will tell you a lot <laughs> about those adventures and and how they came to Ask be. Ask him about diseases in D and D five. Oh, and I, no! I just finished that one for uh, for Chris for uh, Haunted West for his Haunted West Holy Kickstarter. Crap, it's going to be great. This is all making sense yeah. now. Your, your your cardomancer has died of dysentery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He lost. Yeah, exactly. he lost two oh, you, you totally could. Yeah, yeah. No, it's going to be like a twenty page bonus chapter in the bonus. PDF. Yeah, that. Uh, you know, because to, to, if you, all these diseases if you, if you I need, didn't even pay if you for. need your hardcore western to be to add that that much more suspense, ways to die. There it is. I'm just so, looking forward to the gunfight so that they so have when they're all suffering. Gunslinger. Yeah. Was it was it the Pinkertons? Yeah. Was it the natives? No, syphilis. Yeah. <laughs> hey, ask Wild Bill Hickok. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so back to Delta Green. Hey, is that good enough for you? Yes. Uh, Daddy's uh, the, proud. The the, the 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 next the next announcement I can do before we let this be a little more dynamic is uh, I'm gonna after I get back from Gen Con on top of attacking the labyrinth and uh, impossible landscapes, uh, we're going to be attacking a very large pile of translation proposals for Delta Green oh that I've been accumulating forever and ever, and the the poor. The poor bastards overseas keep keep sending me emails saying, "Please, please, won't you answer me?" So, uh, it's so dark. yeah, so so uh, so we'll so we'll we'll, we'll see too we'll dark see, to see. We'll see which of them which of them have become so embittered by Delta Green's production habits that uh, <laughs> that they've abandoned us, and which ones cared enough to stick with it. Yeah, <laughs> this is winnowing out the weak ones. <laughs> Very Teutonic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're already dead. <laughs> right. There's always new ones. <laughs> so that's Delta Green. Um, all right. So so that's kind of, that. that's my, uh, that, that, that's my giant list of uh, 30 minutes of announcements. Jesus Christ, Shane. Yeah. We stay busy. <laughs> um, so can we answer, what, do you guys want to, do you guys want to say anything? Anything? Want to make fun of Greg some more? No. No? Although we were under instructions. Greg, do you want to make fun of somebody? We're, we're we always just kind of go after you because you're so Lutheran and patient with it all. But <laughs> no, 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 I mean, actually, any... actually raised Catholic, so I'm just. <laughs> oh, you've got it all. Right, right. The, the no, no, Ken, bank Ken to my heart. instructed right. us to rag on Greg. Ken, the, the gold any winner, yeah. was like, you must do this. Right. I thought he said you had to attack Scott. No. 
Huh. We're getting mixed messages. He might have no, said he both. Got. He set us both. I, 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 I feel like Ken may be trying to set us against <laughs> yeah. each other here. Yeah. Perhaps we should realize who the real enemy is. So, so does anybody have it? <laughs> that was awesome. What Find who said that. <laughs> They're promoted. What did they say? I didn't hear they it. They said Shane. <laughs> oh, God. It's it's like the scene Nobody where picks you've got on the, uh, the big conspiracy where you're yeah. like, look, the labyrinth connects to Shane yeah. Ivy, impossible landscape to Ivy, yeah. <laughs> Ivy. That's what we need next time. I need to remember to bring like a cork board. Yeah, make, make a crazy. We, we need a crazy us. wall yeah. behind us. Yeah. We really do. We really do. So, yeah. uh, so does anybody have any uh, write that DG down questions? Delta Green. Okay, yeah, I, I see hands. Do you want to go uh, go get them, Patrick? Thank you, Patrick. So, uh, with uh, the Oath uh, returning its focus to Call of Cthulhu, have you internally talked about uh, perhaps uh, adopting the uh, community content licensing model for Delta Green? We, we've, we've talked about it. We, at this point, we, we've still kind of decided not to because we're, we are very jealous gods. And, <laughs> um, no! No, no, no. Is no. that putting it wrong? Yes. Okay, that's you tell evil. Him um, no. <laughs> what, what, what? All right, it's not that at all. <laughs> you know who you're sitting next to? Yeah. A little blasphemous. Listen, listen, I lived with this man for I don't know how many years. He's got more guns than I do. Oh, you don't even know from guns, man. <laughs> for our audience at home, he's talking Clancy about Clancy was now. like the second most well armed in the house. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. let's put it this way. So when, anyway, when, when our roommate. John Crow moved out. Um, he had so many firearms that he left three of them behind accidentally. <laughs> buried under old printouts of manuscripts, stuck between books and old laundry he didn't want anymore. And as I'm cleaning out the room so we can turn it into a guest room, I found three pistols. Hey, uh, Mosin again. All yep. right. Uh, I've always wanted an Astra. So, this is fabulous. Uh, so, Acer, uh, to answer that question, um, the, the biggest issue, uh, you know, I, I helped kind of, uh, I worked with Charles Ryan and, and Monty Cook Games for a while, and, you know, they set up their own thing, and that, that was awesome. The, um, uh, the problem comes in is kind of reviews, you know, reviewing the material and kind of making sure it, it doesn't veer off into, uh, uh, you know, um, jet, jetpacks versus Cthulhu. Or the Rape Olympics. <laughs> yeah, or, or it's something much deeper and much more offensive, which... Uh, has happened in other uh, shareable items, uh, and that kind of come that kind of ends up on our lap. But having said that, me and Shane were arguing about it in a in a in a hopefully positive way, uh, where we, I you know I basically said, well, they already do all those you know shotgun scenario things every year. There's like eighty of them. Mm -hmm. uh, couldn't really you know hurt too much. Um, we we're definitely thinking about it. It's not dead. So if, uh, oh, okay. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a definite yes. The real enemy. Yeah. <laughs> send, send your send your emails to uh, to uh, no reply. At, uh, <laughs> but but I mean I will point out that the the um, the the people who have kind of busted into writing for Delta Green, uh, Warren Banks is one that jumps to mind. Uh, you Brett? know, Caleb Brett um, have done it by making something so compelling. Like Warren Banks wrote M Epic 
and and just kind of went, oh, I wrote a Canadian Cthulhu organization, and it was just I was I went in expecting everybody to say eh, you know, and and it was just, that's their defense against the great yeah. old ones. You keep saying eh, eh, and, and sorry, yeah, so far. yeah, you, know, yeah. Um, yeah. It, you take a D six less. He did such a great job. Um, so I guess I guess you know another way of doing this is that we love to see new contents. Uh, that's great. So um, so be great. Be be great. Yeah. Don't don't not be great. That's my best advice. Writing, no, um, but we'd love to. Uh, we, we'd love to get something like that that set up. But the biggest issue is, it's pretty much like the day to day at Arc Dream is me and Shane and Rachel, mm-hmm. um, and, and that you know. So carving out the time to do reviews, yeah. You know, to Besides just, just, the space to just, eighteen eighty nine, even to do a broad. I mean, for are you now attacking his side projects? Yes. Oh my god! You know, I put up with all of your video games. <laughs> this Monty <laughs> Cook full time side projects keep a relationship exciting. <laughs> I think I think we have some interesting conversations to have with Martha. <laughs> That's a different okay. Next question. <laughs> I'm getting scared. <laughs> That guy was next, right there. That that guy. That's <laughs> that him. guy. The, the gentleman hat. in the blue shirt. Get the man <laughs> in the hat. Do you guys ever uh, record and upload yourselves running or playing Delta Green anywhere? And can can we find it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's, there's where's plenty of stuff on RPPR. Yeah. There's yeah. stuff um, on the. Uh, the we, last... we had a. We had a. We had. We did a ton of those with the. Uh, the Unspeakable Oath podcast, we had, which hasn't been updated in ages. Right. But once we're there, once we relaunch that, we're going to start doing more of those. There are YouTube recordings where, like Dennis, a couple of years ago, ran a, a four part uh, Delta Green adventure that I played in, and my friend John Marin and his wife, my friend Kevin. I mean, the audio is terrible because we didn't have the right equipment, you know. But um, we're idiots. But you it comes can, to yeah, because like it's because you know that's uh, also impossible landscapes uh, about. Two thirds of the front half of that book has been played with Ross and Caleb. Actually, and yeah, on, on oh, cool! Yeah. yeah, nice. I, I love that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's out there, certainly. Yeah. Arc Dream Publishing has a YouTube channel. We don't have very many subscribers, but I have a bunch of playlists, and every time I find an actual playthrough, I have special playlists for reviews and for actual cool. play. Yeah, we just yeah, recorded. Before I, I came over here, I recorded another Delta Green game with Ross Payton and the people from Role Playing Public Radio. Uh, so that'll be up, I don't know, in a week or two or whatever it takes. Role yeah. Playing Public Radio. Yeah. Uh, they have a, a podcast and then they have a bunch of actual play recordings. Right. They're uh, hysterical. They're great. A very deep library yeah. of stuff. And they've got most of the stuff I've done with them have been, has not been Delta Green, but the last two things I've done have been Delta Green scenarios. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's plenty out there. To Unpublished, plenty. so you'll get something that no one's seen before. Yeah. All right, what else? Patrick? Dealer's choice. Pick one. Sure. <laughs> that's, that's, Thanks for that. By, by, the, uh, by the way, William, that's your name now. Thanks, Shane. Um, so you guys Ginger, mentioned... Ginger, last name, fella. <laughs> so you guys mentioned um, revising Pisces. Uh, Dennis, I just heard you mention... And epic in yes. passing. Yep. So I got to ask, are there any plans to revisit the Great White North? Uh, well, since I live there now, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, Warren, uh, Warren is a flighty creature. Um, he's easy to frighten and will you know, startle and run off into the woods um, with his guitar. Uh, 
Uh, if you don't know, Warren Banks is is the guitarist for the Darkest of the Hillside Thickets, ah. um, and and is a fantastic individual. Yeah. So that so means that means just another string to put on the crazy board. Yeah, that means <laughs> two two of the three thickets have been involved in the creation of Delta Green. Torin yeah. did a ton of the art for the original Delta Green book, mm -hmm. and Warren did all this other stuff. Um, so you know, uh, if I stomp all over Warren's stuff and go, "Hey, Warren, what do you think?" and he goes, "No," then Probably not. He's not going to say that. Yeah, I know he won't. Um, but you know, I need—he's—it's his writing, so I don't want to. We have to ask. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we'll revisit that. Yeah, I'd love to do some Canadian stuff. It's—it's it's especially since I think didn't we work it into the canon that there is a a connection between the program mm -hmm. and yep. Epic. So yep. there's a lot of cross-border action. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've kind of gone back and forth on on whether to uh, whether to elaborate on some of that in Deep State, particularly. Mm -hmm. um, because I felt like that would be a better fit there than putting it into Pisces, mm -hmm. which is going to be focused on the other side of the Atlantic. Well, yeah, Vancouver Island, like where I am, we have the Hum, where no one knows where that's from, and uh, there. yeah, yeah, and we they have, moved from Taos. We, we have <laughs> no, it's it's pretty, it's like significant on the island. People talk about it a lot. Uh, the other one is uh, feet washing up a lot, like, and they're all oh, left, with the shoes in them. They're all left feet. Yeah, um, and yeah, so. That's that's there's, all on Vancouver Island. Yeah, there's a, there's a uh, there's, there, good, there's, good a, there's a small island right off of Vancouver Island that uh, that was home for a really elaborate cult for a long time. Yeah. and uh, and uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, there's where all the right feet. Are. And there's a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's a very uneven community kind of stomping there, there's, around. There's a uh, there's a mountain there called Detwiller Mountain, named after my great grand uncle. Uh, mm -hmm. Who's a crazy artist who tromped across the, the Pacific Northwest, drawing Indian totem poles named Fred. Okay, we're off the uh, off the tracks again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one wants to hear about your parents. I'm gonna write it all. <laughs> Next. Got a question. Okay, from... we got a question from the internet. I've heard a lot of people asking about uh, God's Teeth, so this question says, "What can we expect from the God's Teeth campaign book? A product close to how Caleb originally ran the campaign with role-playing public radio." or a thorough reinterpretation to fit the narrative direction that Art Dream is taking Delta Green, similar to Impossible Landscapes? That's from Tyler on our uh, Delta Green Street Team page. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think you can expect um, Caleb to cry a lot. Uh, you can expect to his Twitter feed to kind of start showing passive aggressive of, statements yeah. of like, Shane, Shane Ivey's not nice. And yeah. yeah. There'll be changes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they'll be awesome. It, it, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have approached him if uh, what he had already come up with just on his first run of the game wasn't worth pursuing. Right. So it's uh, so when we go in and, and work on it, it's going to be to you know, it, it's going to be to improve things. It's going right. to be to, but it, I doubt that you're going to see like a major restructuring. I mean, there yeah. are some elements of the plot, for instance, that will change to reflect the. There were there were like facts that were established in the timeline of the handler's guide after he did all his stuff with right. God's teeth. It needs so to be we'll consistent. we'll reconcile those, but those things are going to be fairly minor, I think. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, take I, more than a year, eighteen months tops. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think the important bit here is that, um, um, and that this is always rough on writers that come in, is that uh, writing for Delta Green, you know, you end up in a room and then people beat you senseless for months. And whatever, you know, you come out feeling... You're being, wait a minute. This is what happens to only the people who've come into Delta? Oh, yeah. No, Scott. So what's Scott, been happening to been, me? We've been super nice to you. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, 
No, uh, you know, but we're used to it, is what I'll say. It's oh, like, we are. Like Bane yeah. said, you were born into yeah. the world. <laughs> so, so, you know, to a lot of people, it feels adversarial. And, and when in actuality, you know, I'm, you know, when I hand in manuscripts, I expect to just be beaten about the head just the same as everybody else. Mm-hmm. And it makes the work so much better to hand it off. That and have an and have someone yeah yeah <laughs> you've done it before uh, and and have you know someone like Shane or Scott or John or Greg uh, look at it and give honest opinions um, you know we don't want to be kissing each other's ass and going this mm-hmm. is the greatest thing ever and we never do mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> never it's never happened oh, yeah. um, so I, I love that process I actually look mm-hmm. forward to it now which is kind of sick in a way, but, you know, it's nice. Don't go There's in, his, an endorphin don't go in his basement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question. Hi. Hi. Hello. Um, I kind of have a, a lore question. Um, where, or kind of, where exactly did the ACL in the game come from? Um, Alphonse, Andrea, and Adam, like the creation process. Uh, I will turn that over to uh, Mr. Glancy. Yikes. Um, can you please repeat the question about where, where, the... Where did ACEL come from? Like, where did the idea for Adam and Alphonse and... and uh, well, so, so do you mean the idea of ACEL mean, itself or the characters and... Right. Okay. Um, as far as the characters of Alphonse, Adam, and... Um, Andrea. Andrea. Um, the... I was just... Uh, I. I guess I came up with I guess I came up with Joseph Camp, and I uh, guess I came up with uh, Agent Adam as well. I don't remember. I mean, I think John had some input into those. Uh, he certainly is the guy who wanted to go with a uh, a conspiracy cell structure, where you know uh, not everyone in the organ, not everyone in your cell knows uh, everyone else outside the conspiracy. You only know somebody up the chain of command and one person down the chain. So that structure was definitely created by John Tynes, but um, as far as uh, Adam and uh, Alphonse go, those definitely came out of uh, my end of the writing. Andrea was always left vague. Uh, it was just a throwaway name that John came up with and threw in this, the, you know, in the in the, uh, in the thing showing the structure. Just added Andrea, and what was hilarious is that what I remember <laughs> is people began speculating yeah. about who Andrea is, right. yeah. She's and the there cleaner. was she. It, that was the one that I always loved. Yeah. That, Immediately, in this kind of way that only happens, you know, on the internet, Andrea suddenly becomes like if uh, Jean Renault and you, you like took Jean Renault and Natalie Portman and smashed them together <laughs> and created some hot murdery girl who would hotly murder people for Delta yeah. Green with, I, with, with red hair. With red hair, and, and I just remember tre- being and a long black trench coat. Yeah, exactly. It was of, the nineties. It was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't all there, that there'd different. Be, yeah, there'd be a lot of slow mo shots and yeah. maybe, uh, maybe doves would be released in the background <laughs> as she strides over a, right. a carpet of dead MJ12 agents and. Right. Um, and so, you know, knowing that that was what had been kicked around the Delta, mean, Delta Green yeah. mailing list for, for years. Well, I mean, just I, from, I loved from, from coming the beginning, up with something it, different. Yeah, well, from the beginning, it was uh, it was established that, that Andrea Andrea's remit was like communication security. Yeah. So where the where the, the, the cleaner concept came from, I have no idea. But, I mean, we could look it up. It was on the Delta Green mailing list, which was super oh, active and I was an amazing. It back to their patient zero. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I have I blame it. Scroggins. Yeah, it was MIB. It might have very well been it was MIB. Mr. Mr. Kenneth Scroggins. Yeah, we yeah. know where you are, Ken. Yeah. We, know, <laughs> yeah. we know you. 
<laughs> and, but uh, um, uh, 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 turning the, the 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 hot assassin into a, uh, an autistic somebody on the autism spectrum who works for the NSA and, and that that I love doing that. I was so happy that uh, you know uh, uh, turned her into uh, who's the who's the woman who did the uh, the cattle uh, yeah, squeeze yeah, machine. Yeah, 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 went from, yeah, went from. Uh, uh, What's her name in the Underworld films to Temple Grandin? You know, <laughs> take that. Did you know that the field of game design often attracts contrarian personalities? <laughs> <laughs> you do now. No. No. <laughs> Tell us more. That, so right? that sounds like bullshit to me. <laughs> Jonathan Tweet told me. Oh, now that really sounds like bullshit. <laughs> Next yeah, question, so, please. So I think did that answer that question? Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. All right. So we have. Uh, I recently purchased Mr. Stolze's uh, Mask of the Other audiobook from Audible. I was wondering if there is any chance that other uh, that Delta Green books would show up on Audible. Yeah, mm. I think that's pretty likely. We, I don't. We don't have immediate concrete plans. <laughs> um, uh, where uh, Aaron, our our friend from uh, from the, uh, the the short film. Is, uh, has been has been putting ex done a, doing sort of an experimental project, which you know we'll see what what shape it finally takes and what the response is. Where he took basically took the uh, the need to know quick start rules and had them recorded in an audio format so you can just kind of listen along uh, as that with that teaching you the the the, the essence of the game rules. So um, so we you know that's our our response to the idea of that was that. It might be horrible, or maybe not. Maybe it would be really be super cool. I, I will point out that yeah. there's a collection of short stories called Book of Cthulhu 2, uh, and it's got guys in it like Cody Goodfellow and Laird, Laird Barron. Uh, and uh, for that, the uh, the editor of it, Lock, uh, Ross Lockhart, actually picked up once more from the top the short story that I wrote for um, Dark Theaters about the raid on Innsmouth. And it turned up on Audible, and so of course I bought a copy to hear somebody read my story. <laughs> you know? so you, of course you I did. My made one hundred and sixty dollars minus eight ninety nine. Exactly. <laughs> they didn't comp you a book. Oh, oh, they of course they comp me a book. They didn't comp me an Audible. Yeah, that's, um, that's a different animal. But yeah, so at least that one's uh, exists on Audible. But you know. Okay. Yeah, we 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 did uh, uh, we, we we commissioned. Uh, I don't know, probably half a dozen short stories uh, from uh, from Tales from Failed Anatomies, I think, the, yes. the, the book that Dennis wrote a few years ago with, uh, 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 I think it was the... H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah, uh, the uh, the podcast, uh, literary podcast. Yeah. Um, HPL literary podcast uh, did those. And th yeah, those were a lot. Goodfellow uh, contributed to that. Yeah, didn't they were awesome. So, um, so yeah, I would, I would, I would love to, I would love to go back with some sure. to some of the works and do that. Can I address? Thank you for getting Mask of the Other. Uh, I thought if if you guys are looking for a narrator and uh, sound guy who's good to work with, I recommend Trevor Dutton, who did Mask of the Other. I, I was really pleased with his work, and perhaps equally importantly, he like did it on time. And what the. F it was crazy. <laughs> Who is this guy? I he he did it on time and well, and you know I. Woo! 
bitch! No, I paid him. The, the, I paid him. I paid him good money. So right. that, well, that's, that's that's the cheat code. Oh, but, uh, is paying the cheat code? That was an option. <laughs> how about one uh, last one from the internet? Okay. This is from Ethan, also from our Delta Green Street team. Uh, how do you use the history and personnel of Delta Green in your games? There's an awful lot of space dedicated to information that theoretically typical agents should never know. How do we work this into play? Oh yeah, I mean that you work it into play if you want to. You know, there's, there's, I mean, I mean that, that sounds like a smart ass response, but I don't, I don't intend it as one. Um, you know, if you, if you like, you're, you're in theory, like your agents, if your agents are in the program, say, um, your agents at the table have a control officer. Your control, their control officer answers to someone, Abra Abraham Manon at in the program. So you've only got, you know, one degree of difference there. So if you want to have some of your characters, your players, interacting with people at the heart of things, um, that's not all that hard to imagine. Can I? We we don't we don't we don't we don't tend to do that in the published scenarios, right? Because the fact is, if you do that, that's going to be kind of a that becomes a, a major campaign yeah. element. You know that that changes things. Which, by the way please do at your table, right? Yeah, we let, want you to, to go crazy and, and break this stuff. So, so if you want to do that, make it happen. It's not hard. They're, they're right there on the, on the page. And I'll, yeah. I'll add, can I interrupt? You bet. <laughs> it's not really an interruption if you ask permission, <laughs> but go ahead. So well, I had to interrupt to ask interrupt. the permission. <laughs> so. I'm going to let you talk. <laughs> what, I was, what I was going to say is that the way you could work this in, and this occurs to me off the top of my head, is that, you know, okay, yeah, if, you're, if your PCs are good, obedient doobies, all they're ever going to do is when they say, oh, and don't look into what who I go talk to when I get these missions, even though you're among the you know two three percent most qualified investigators on the planet even though your whole identity is based around uncovering mysteries and even though you know that what's behind that door you've always had this sneaking suspicion that there there's a lot they're not telling you some of which could probably save your life or <laughs> the lives of your friends or at least explain why you keep having to go do the same thing over and over despite all the just don't look though oh, yeah. you know we're trusting you to be good obedient soldiers who follow orders even though the entire structure of Delta Green is premised on you being bold badass mavericks who aren't afraid to bend rules when it suits uh, more, more importantly, um, they are not static. These NPCs don't exist in a void until your characters interact with them. They go out, they do things, they make mistakes, they get killed. They cause bigger problems than they intended to while try, trying to cover up little problems. They can be the entrance or the exit from any mm -hmm. campaign, any operation. You could go investigate a body uh, because you know the body's innards were found 200 yards away in a tree and it was hollowed out like a gourd and find out it's Abraham Manning. Um, suddenly you're in the middle of Delta Green, whether you want to be or not. Mm -hmm. um, and, and this, was, this wasn't even gonna be a Delta Green op. Right, I just caught right, this case right, on my day job. Right, I mean, <laughs> that, I mean, if you're an FBI agent, that could totally happen. So mm -hmm. um, I, I guess 
the big thing that Shane was trying, you know, trying to hit uh, his note is this is not a splat book. It's not. It doesn't. It's not fixed on a wall as a conspiracy and go. Do not touch. Mm-hmm. In fact, smash this shit together. Have them kill each other. Yeah. It, it, it's it's human I mean, existence. We, we, we built into the handler's guide a really kick-ass scenario um, where your agents could be recruited to try to free Agent Nancy from captivity. Yeah. And that would put them against a lot of people in Delta Green. Yeah. And it would be totally the right thing to do and yeah. totally the wrong thing to do. <laughs> play that out. Man, yeah. I want to play that out. <laughs> I, I just... Uh, and don't, don't forget that we also have basically uh, a se- almost a 70-year history that we, we can fart around with. And that's just um, in how long we've been writing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it only feels that way. The, uh, <laughs> the scenario ran for uh, the, uh, Ross Payton and uh, Maddie and some of the other guys from RPPR was set in 1970, where they are breaking into uh, a Pentagon warehouse to steal Delta Green's files that have been taken away because the organization is disbanded and all the files are going off to the incinerator and going to be burned. And so uh, the players are there to make sure, uh, either the players are there for two things, steal files or make sure they actually are burned and don't get set to the Majestic 12. So one of the, and the only way to get into the well-guarded uh, warehouse on a military base that they don't have access to um, is to make a gate. Oh, oh boy. And you can, yeah. And the guy they bring in, the specialist they bring in in 1970 to make the gate is Joseph Camp. Right. Uh, just with fewer gray hairs and not as bad a limp. Uh, and, you know, he burns some PowerPoints right, right in front of the players, uh, you know, uh, and messes himself up to form the gate. They never know that, you know, they, he's never introduces Joseph Camp, just the professor. Right. And they have an interaction with him like that, but, you know, in a time period before he's broken down and, and busted up and before there's even such a thing as a reconstituted Delta Green. Right. Um, so... It, because you've got the time period to play with, you can go back into the past and do stuff with Agent Adam before they're dead or do stuff with uh, other characters before they're dead. You know, uh, there's, all, there's plenty of majestic villains you could toss in. Right. You know? and we, uh, we definitely want you to do this. Like, that, that was the explicit reason game. we wrote all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, where it's, you know, at the end of each session, you're like, okay, so now that your character... Uh, is missing an eye and has all these spots in his memories. They don't want to send him in the field anymore. So he's got to recruit someone that's going to be his next character. Right. Work together and figure out who your uh, you know maimed human wreck is <laughs> gonna go. Say hey, get. Guess what you should do that I can't anymore. It was awesome. <laughs> look, look, look through whatever bonds you've still got left. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Un- unload it on your parents or your <laughs> your gym school, your gym teacher in high school. All right. All right. Um, thank you very much, everybody, for coming. This has yeah. been a lot of fun. Find us at booth. Uh, find us at booth fourteen thirteen. 14, In the exhibit 13. hall. Everybody have a great rest of the con. Yeah. Thanks for coming. All right.